0: He's not obsessed with himself like he thinks he is.
1: Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, I am, but I'm <laughs> I'm obsessed with like the best, shiniest version of me, and I and I think I definitely could have made some improvements on that speech. You were very um, handsome. Oh yeah, I always yeah, that's no question there. <laughs> Stop um,
0: it. Hello, everybody.
1: Hey. We're back with a guest again. (gasps) Who's our guest? Not so much of a guest. He's been on plenty of times. It's Frisco.
0: Frisco. Come here, bud.
1: Hey. Come here. He's he's dead asleep already?
0: No. His eyes are open. He just ignores us.
1: Come here.
0: Come here. Say hi. Come here.
1: You say hi. There it was. (laughs) You did it. Good boy.
0: (laughs) Come here. Good boy.
1: Uh, For those of you who have not uh, listened in the past, uh, Frisco is my guide dog. And he's here hanging out with us uh, at the new place. This
0: is his first time in the new studio. Yeah. He's getting his hair all over it. Yep. Furry, furry boy.
1: <laughs> a
0: bit. Later. boy. He's so precious. He's a good boy. So, is there any particular reason that we have Frisco in the studio today? Ooh.
1: Uh, it's because we watched a movie all about guide dogs. <sighs> it's specifically, like, more specifically, it was, a, I think, just about the whole process of the training from puppy to guide dog. Mm-hmm. Um but before we get into that, do you have any announcements or anything?
0: Um, I I mean, I'm just thrilled to have the pup in the studio. The boy is back. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, we are going to be guests on a- another podcast. Uh, we can't tell you exactly what it is or what's going on with that yet, but uh, it should be out. I would imagine in a couple weeks, probably right from the I from don't the know. day that this is released perhaps so yeah something like that it's so, a mystery yeah we will uh, keep you all in the loop as much as we're able to um again always excited to hear uh from you all on our social medias facebook twitter instagram site attendant on all of those uh reach out email us if you want site attendant at gmail.com we
0: love emails and as we said in uh only our last episode we've never said it before never said it before it's not true. even one time
1: um feel free to send us dollars if you feel like it on buymeacoffee.com slash site attendant uh other than that you got it keeps else?
0: frisco in treats yes so he, he if you love eats.
1: frisco then uh then, then buy him some treats buy him a treat yeah uh, you got anything else for the folks I before don't. we get rolling? No, do I'm you, so excited. Do you kind of want to take this one? I know you took oh little, like God. kind of extensive notes. <laughs> uh, do you want to tell the no, people? No, they're
0: not even extensive.
1: Yeah, I mean, I took kind of intermittent notes. Um, do you want to tell the people how you did with this movie? What do you mean, how I did? Just kind of how uh, much, many, how how much you cried.
0: Excuse me, sir. I thought we were going to keep that a secret. Oh, are we? <laughs> well now. <laughs> the we can, secret's out, you guys. We can
1: censor it if you'd like.
0: <laughs> How much you beeped during the movie. Yeah. That's not gonna sound good. How
1: much you pooped during the movie.
0: <laughs> I did a lot of pooping.
1: Um Yeah, it it's a it's a toughie. It was um,
0: such like it was just there's so many like hard parts, but also yeah. so many really so wonderful many really parts.
1: Yeah. Um so I feel like if you like dogs, it'll hit you hard. If you're not really a dog person, you might just you know cruise through it, not really giving a shit. So, depends on whether or not you have a soul.
0: <laughs> Is that how that works? I think so. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um. So this uh this movie, do you know when it came out?
0: Actually, I don't, but I can find out. So
1: while you look that up, uh, I'll, tell, I'll tell the folks this movie came out in 2018. And that was the same year that I went to Guide Dog School and got Frisco. Um, I got him from a different school than this film is about. This film is about Guide Dogs for the Blind, which has two campuses: one in Oregon, I think, just outside of Bend. I don't, I don't remember the city, and then in uh, I think San Rafael, California. Um, this the school this movie is about is called Guide Dogs for the Blind. The school that Frisco came from is called Guiding Eyes for the Blind. Um, And there are a ton of other schools. Uh, There is, uh, let's see, there's the Seeing Eye, which is probably the most well-known. And for people that don't know, when you're referring to a dog that guides, you call it a dog guide. Um, and then the rest of the terminology is kind of just uh, surrounding like what school they came from. So like my dog is a guide dog because he came from guiding eyes, uh, guide dogs for the blind dogs, I think are commonly called guide dogs, uh, dogs that come from the seeing eye, which is located in New Jersey are called seeing eye dogs. Um, and I think those are like the most common.
0: I had no idea.
1: So that's the most, it's almost like a brand name, right? So
0: yeah, I had no you know, idea at
1: all. All the vehicles with the four wheels on the road—they're all called cars. Mm-hmm. Um, some people are crazy and call them all Toyotas, right? Mm-hmm. The same way some people call all guide dogs seeing eye dogs. Mm-hmm. I think probably better would be the better example would be like Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. How people from like the Florida and Georgia area call all soda Coke? Yeah, because they're something's something's happening with them.
0: Something's in the water. Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah, it's like uh, it's like a brand name, basically. Um, And each school has uh, their own set of colors, just like you know, colleges or you know, even high schools have. Uh, The colors for guiding eyes are blue and white, right?
0: I believe so. Yes.
1: Um, And then I have no idea what any of the other schools' colors are. So go figure it out. Go on Um, (laughs) Google.com. But all of the schools, in general, like the again. The words that follow are only reflective of my personal opinions and in no way reflect upon the opinions of the school which my dog came from or the school which any dog has ever come from. So there's my legal disclaimer. Um, But it it seems to be the generally accepted thing that like the three best schools in the U.S. are the seeing eye, uh, guiding eyes, and then guide dogs for the blind. And that is Jersey, New York, and California slash Oregon. Mm-hmm. Uh, There are a bunch of other schools. There's a school here in Michigan um, called Leader Dogs, I believe.
0: I was just looking at them. Leader Dogs for the blind. Mm -hmm.
1: There is a school in Ohio called Pilot Dogs. Um, Rochester
0: Hills. We were there once.
1: Oh, were we? Yeah, to get that
0: tandem bike.
1: Oh, yeah, the tandem bike that didn't quite work. Yeah. Um, We're
0: still on the search, so if anyone knows of any good uh, tandem bikes. Uh,
1: There is Guide Dogs of the Desert which I think is in New Mexico or Arizona. They do exclusively poodles. Uh, There are Southeastern guide dogs, which I believe is in Florida. They do, I think they do labs and goldens. So the school I I got Frisco from does uh, labs and German shepherds only. I believe guide dogs for the blind does goldens and labs. And I believe the seeing eye does goldenson labs
0: guy dogs of the desert is in california okay,
1: yeah it might it might be in Southern California that would make sense too, because they have a desert down there, I guess, supposedly I guess. but they do poodles, which is good for folks with dog allergies or people that don't want the excessive amount of lab fur that I have to uh manage
0: <laughs> Frisco, he's not looking to replace you. I won't let him correct, that is correct <laughs> um.
1: But there's a there's a school in Canada called the Mira Foundation. Um and the Mira Foundation is one of the only schools that accepts kids between like 14 and and 17 I think. Mm-hmm. Um they have their own special breed called like a Saint Pierre I I think is what it's called and it's a it's a newfie lab mix. They're really pretty dogs. Um but there are there are a ton of different schools, but like I said like it my my opinion, the top three in the u s at least are, are guide dogs for the blind, the seeing eye, and guiding eyes um the other schools do good um I've met some some dogs from leader dogs, and they were they're good boys and girls
0: oh
1: um but
0: so the saint Pierre hmm um just to give. People an idea um, because you, you shouldn't Google and drive. Um, So apparently, it says this type of dog is a second-generation Labernese.
1: Oh yeah, Bernie's not a new fee. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Physically, it has a black and white coat with long hair mm-hmm. and a white line leading down from forehead to muzzle. Oh. Like its ancestor, the Labernese, the Saint Pierre shares the qualities of the Labrador and Bernie's Mountain Dog in equal parts, making it an excellent guide and assistant for all Mira beneficiaries. Yeah. Um, they're so cute. The Labernese looks like a Newfie with long hair.
1: What a boy. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're, they're a bunch of different schools and and, and they're all good. Um, they're, we could probably have a whole, half a podcast or even a whole podcast about uh, service animal advocacy mm-hmm. and the distinctions between a therapy dog and emotional support animal which is not a service dog, a uh, guide dog, and a general service dog. They are all really great. They're all good boys. But uh, some of them are entitled to public access, and some of them, emotional support animals, which aren't service animals at all, are not. What'd you Um, mumble
0: there, Jordan?
1: That emotional support animals are basically ruining shit for people who uh, have a need for a service animal. Um, and it's uh, not necessarily to get super contentious, but if, you, if you'd really, like if you want to have a conversation about it, we can. Um, and I would welcome anyone who wants to be a guest on the podcast who has strong feelings about emotional support animals to reach out to our email, attendant at gmail.com. And uh, we'll have you on the podcast and we can talk about it. I think that'd it. be good. Yeah, no, I it, maybe, maybe. And I say Maybe. They can convince me that they're not ruining things for the rest of us. But we'll see. Um, So with that out of the way, we watched a movie.
0: It was called Pick of the Litter.
1: Mm -hmm. Do you want to get us started? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Tell us us how this this, this thing opened. Oh, I I should also note that a person that I... uh, Graduated from guide dog school with uh spoke at one of the little premieres they had for this movie in, the little premieres well, so I think they did like a handful of them in in a few major cities mm-hmm. and I think they had one at uh Perkins School for the Blind in Boston or outside of boston mm-hmm. and uh one of the people that graduated with me uh did a little like q and a thing uh at that premiere, so
0: that's really cool neat uh, um oh oh no what's up i totally forgot what i was gonna say oh i thought
1: you forgot to hit record on the podcast
0: no oh my gosh no are we recording uh, we're looking good okay yes everything's fine
1: uh so so how this movie started out
0: um yeah so oh
1: i'm gonna interrupt you sorry it's available on netflix and (laughs) disney plus don't do that into the microphone. Thank you. Uh, we did it on, or we watched it on Netflix, but it's available on Netflix and Disney plus in both places. It does have audio description, Mm-hmm. Uh, which uh, hmm. there's, there's something a little frustrating about movies about blind folks that don't have audio description. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit weird, but um, it definitely happens as you will hear in the, I think the previous episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we watched this on Netflix. Yes. Um, so
0: That's what I was going to say, is yeah. that it had AD. Mm-hmm. Um, so Pick of the Litter follows a litter, as you can imagine, uh, from Guide Dogs for the Blind. There are five puppies. Um, and they give you some facts in the beginning, um, like yeah. when the mom was given birth and stuff. And boy, if you can't handle... Some th- tough graphic birthing images. Maybe uh, skip, skip past the just, <laughs> the first few minutes. It's just some like
1: goop stuff. Yeah. Right?
0: yeah, I mean there is definitely like a part where you kind of see a puppy coming out, and it's like being like helped by one of the like vets and stuff there. Yeah, you know, um, but I mean, just as a, it's. I mean, it's not anything too graphic it's rated tvpg yeah. um but i mean some people just don't like blood or seeing um, fluid we're so did we hear what the mom's name was i don't recall i feel like it was oheim oheim what kind of word what kind of name is that
1: i don't know i just i that seems familiar maybe they didn't say it at all though but uh these I puppies think you're making shit up no, genuinely, I, I thought that I heard that name <laughs> at some point. Um, so these puppies are born, and they immediately go into the naming process. Yes. So and do you want to
0: talk about Frisco's naming process?
1: So, uh, yeah, sure. So Frisco starts, you know, his name starts with an F. Um, he does have a brother that I know of. Uh, the brother's name is Flynn. Uh, both their names start with F because all the people, Puppies born in that same litter were named, was starting with the letter F. Um, and as far as I know, Frisco was the second F litter of his year. So the year he would have been born, I think he was born in 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the second F litter of that year. So like his, he has like a serial number associated with him and that number is FF and then some numbers. And it's the two Fs indicate that it's the second F litter. Um, I don't know what any of his other brothers and sisters names were except for Flynn. Um, but the way that Guiding Eyes does it is, you know, they just start, you know, I don't, I, it may be similar to Hurricanes where they started over every year, but they just go through the alphabet basically. Mm-hmm. And I think they skip some letters that are like harder, like Y and <laughs> x and Z, X Y Z. yeah, yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> um so they go through the naming process like a very similar naming process here they don't do anything with like serial numbers that they showed um oh, they, i'm sure they they, all, they, yeah. they definitely do um and they they have it like on a whiteboard and so they go with peas in this litter mm-hmm. and they talk about like oh like this one like there is already you know a peter and a you know, uh, give me another P name.
1: So they eliminate the names that are uh, currently working guide dog names. Mm-hmm. So as not to double up guides that are in currently in service, basically. Mm-hmm.
0: So we end up with five. Mm-hmm. There are three boys and two girls. Mm-hmm. We have a Patriot. Okay. We have Potomac. Oh, that one's fine. We have Primrose. Getting better. Phil, the best, and Poppet. That's pretty good too. <laughs> those are, those I are liked all... the name Poppet from the beginning, and also yeah. Phil because it's a human's name. Phil is it's hilarious. hilarious yeah.
1: Um. One of the dogs in in my class was Jimmy.
0: I just love that name for an it's animal. Jimmy. Jimmy is the best name for an animal but, ever.
1: Yeah. There were a few. There were a few good ones. There was. Uh. I really liked Loki. Uh, oh yeah, in, and Loki class, was yeah. the black and tan. Black and tan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, there there are a handful of uh, good boys and girls.
0: Oh, I wanted to, there were some facts that, like I had said earlier, like during the birthing and stuff, they, were, mm, yeah. they had like, um, so they said about 800 puppies at Guide Dogs for the Blind are born a year. Mm-hmm. And only 300 of them make it to being a guide dog.
1: Right they make it through all all the steps of the training which we mm-hmm. see we see those steps in this movie yeah um
0: it's very extensive and
1: they noted that they have 1100 applicants per year too yes which i think is is similar to the other schools i i don't know like size wise how all the schools schools rank relative to each other but i know uh that for the most part the schools receive way more applications than they can meet in a given year mm-hmm. um so they're always just trying to play catch up and 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 move and move and move um, they said
0: that um, recipients can wait up to a year.
1: Yeah. In my case, I waited, I think, about 10 months. Mm-hmm. Um, and the wait can be longer if you... Uh, this isn't from the movie. This is from me. I'll I'll try to indicate that. But I guess anyone that's listening that cares enough to watch the movie will watch it and they'll know. Um, but my wait time could have been longer. And I think that's that with other schools, it's the same. If you say, like, I only want a yellow lab. Oh, yeah. Like, the more
0: specific you get, you limit your choices more. Yeah,
1: and you can make those requests, too. You can say, like, I only want a male. I only want a male yellow. Or, um, in my case, I could have also, uh, not suggested, uh, requested a German Shepherd. And the wait for German Shepherds is a year plus. Mm -hmm. So, they could have been, you know, who knows how long, but... I would like um, to
0: tell the folks at home right now that Frisco is having a dream, and his little mm, paws are twitching, and he's the cutest good boy ever. He's
1: being a good baby. Um, but yeah, so so like you can uh, you can suggest, and um, I can get into like how my training and stuff went uh, when we get to that part. So if mm-hmm. you want to continue with the puppy stuff, yeah.
0: Um, so they, I don't know what their like selection is like. So the next step is to like figure out who's going to raise them and right. because they're raised like off property. They're right. raised, they're like, raised in by, a home.
1: by volunteers.
0: Yeah. By volunteers, either like a family, they've had raisers who are, you know, like single people, a family, mm-hmm. um, people, you know, who are older, people who are younger. Right. Um, so the families that they select, um, like Patriot ends up like, being with a like a family who has an older teen mm-hmm. that's going to raise um patriot and Phil got placed with a family who was brand new. Mm-hmm. So they had never their raised. the first, first go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there were others. Um, I think Primrose got placed with a family who it was their seventh dog
1: mm-hmm. that
0: they were raising. So it's really all over the place. And some of the families have like small children. Um, so it's really kind of all over the place. And they get to talk with the families who are um, raising the dogs. And they are... Um, I mean, they're they're just really excited for the opportunity. And some of them had said, you know, like, oh, these opportunities only come along, like, so often. Right. Because I'm sure they have plenty of people who want to, like, volunteer. Um,
1: uh, yeah, I mean, it depends, too. So, I know that for Guiding Eyes, they do it by region. Mm-hmm. So... Um, It just depends on like the area, how populated the area is. And like they, they do, at least I know at Guiding Eyes, they, they do try to aim for a variety. So like they don't want all of their razors to live in big cities. Right. Because the handlers at the end of the whole process aren't all going to live in big cities. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, Frisco in his case specifically was raised in like a more rural environment because, is that a cat?
0: No. no, it sounds like a bunch of pugs upstairs. <laughs> uh, Frisco
1: was Frisco was raised in a more rural environment. He was raised around horses, other dogs. I think a cat. Um, because I had a cat, um, I had another dog at the time. Like, um, I was living, you know, kind of out in the country, right? So, it's appropriate for me to get matched with a dog who was raised in that environment and mm-hmm. is and is familiar with and comfortable in that environment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know if they have more trouble with certain. Uh, you know certain uh environments are like finding finding razors in certain certain positions or not but mm-hmm. um i do know that at least back in 2018 when i got frisco that they were still like looking for more razors uh, guiding eyes
0: yeah so. i mean i would imagine that depending on like the families like sometimes it's not a good time for you to like raise the right puppy you like skip skip or, a couple yeah, you know, yeah. whatever um, um <laughs> they also say in the beginning and it's kind of like this, like, um I don't know. It, it it seems like very foreboding that like only one puppy is gonna make it like out of this oh, <laughs> litter. Yeah. yeah and they... like at any point in time they can have a career change is how they call it. Mm. And like it sounds so like scary, but it's really like
1: it just means they might end up being a different kind of service animal or they might go into police or rescue work of some kind mm-hmm. or they might be a pet. That's all it means. Nothing crazy.
0: Yeah. like um, Nothing bad happens to right. the dog.
1: Yeah. If if you're listening and, and you have both time and energy um, and you feel like you want to make a positive contribution to the world, uh, reach out to the nearest guide dog school to you. Uh, we just listed a whole bunch of them. Uh, if you're having trouble finding one that you might uh, that you think might work with you, shoot us an email, side attendant at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We can try to get you hooked up, uh, send you the links to the right spots. Um, they're always looking for puppy raisers um, to get things going. They're always looking for puppy sitters. They're always looking for a little foster family for, you know, a couple weeks between, you know, one family and the next. Uh, you can you can make a really positive impact or just go directly to any of their websites and send the money. Yeah, Um, yeah, you can definitely do that. They are uh, in at least the schools that I'm aware of are all completely like privately funded. Uh, I did not pay a dime for my dog and he received an extensive amount of training Um, and there are pretty heavy expenses associated with uh, keeping their operations going. So uh, they could always use a couple bucks from you if you've got it. If not, uh, you know, the... Go share their website or do something, you know. Mm-hmm. Make make a positive impact on the world, you know.
0: Yeah, um, and this is something that I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Um, so this happens. Um, there's a lot of like footage of them, like with their razors and just kind of like the training that they have to, like the dog. The dogs are going through, and I mean these are puppy puppies. puppies like these yeah. dogs like, are like eight, eight weeks, weeks old. old. Yeah. And, and they go to these brand new homes. So it's not like they have, like, really any kind of training before they go. And so, like, oh, yeah. you really have to have the patience. And they're all labs. I don't think we mentioned that. Right. They're all labs. So you really do have to have, like, the patience Labs to... are adventurous dudes. Yeah. Know? I mean, they're very smart, but they are, like, they're, they're dogs. Like, at and the end of the day, like, yeah. they want to play and they want treats. And <laughs> they have a lot of energy because they're puppies. Yeah. Um, all of so,
1: the- all of the basic obedience stuff is undertaken by the puppy racers. Like that whole, you get the dog at eight weeks, you're getting, like you were just saying, like you're getting just a puppy, like with no, with no training at all. Um, Which as far as the the guiding eyes ones go, I know that either you take like classes and stuff to learn how to properly raise a dog. Mm -hmm. So I I would
0: assume that like the, even though like they're volunteers, like they have to have like some kind of training oh, yeah. and some kind of like vetting to know that like,
1: they're not just going to take the dog. And run right. right. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. like
0: fostering mm-hmm. does. Yeah, And I think, I think that would be really hard to like, here's this puppy at eight weeks old. Like obviously I'm a sucker for dogs mm-hmm. and like, you know that there's an end date.
1: Oh, that's why. And I think everyone, you know, if anyone listening has a guide dog, you can, you can attest to this and, and reach out and, and agree with me. Uh, their guide dog raisers are like the unsung heroes of, of the guide dog world. Like the trainers are amazing. The like financial benefactors, absolutely great. But the people that are raising these puppies to only let them go at some point are angels. Like, <laughs>
0: And the people who have done it time after time after time. Yeah. Like the, it's just like it, you're signing up for like heartbreak. Mm-hmm, yeah. And what I didn't know is that they can be reassigned to razors at any point in time, at least with this school. Yeah. I because d- don't like know they're,
1: that that's the case with other schools, mm-hmm. but but what was depicted in the well, movie. Well,
0: I mean, they're training them to ensure that like you are able to like travel around like safely as safe. As possible, that's, obviously. The only, that's the only goal. Right. Yeah. So if they feel as though the people who are raising or like there's something going on in the raising process or something like that, like sometimes it's not on the people who are raising it. Sometimes like it's an especially difficult puppy. Right. And like someone who's more experienced or like a different home environment might be better for them. Yeah. So we did have that happen a few times in this movie where so Patriot, like I said earlier, ended up like going with uh, like a like teen, a teen, teen boy. Yeah. and he just he acted up too much in school like the the puppy did not the teen um so he ended up having to be reassigned and it was so heartbreaking for like the the, kid. the young man yeah. yeah to to have to say goodbye to him um and uh so then he ends up going with an older gentleman um his name is Adam and his mom. Yeah. Um, and like Adam's an army vet and he really loves the name Patriot and he's just like super thrilled. I think they had, I don't remember, I'm pretty sure, yeah, they had raised um, puppies before. I think two prior yeah, to this two, one. Yeah, two and they had both had career changes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Which is hard. Like, yeah, and to- then the one of the like heartbreaking moments is that so Phil also got transferred mm-hmm. Um, so he had been placed initially with a family. This was their first one and they were empty nesters. So they were an older couple and the they had no idea that from the get go. Apparently the school had always meant to transfer Phil.
1: Yeah. And I don't
0: know, like, because it's a movie, like, it's a documentary, but, like, because it's a movie, I don't know, like, what necessarily transpired, obviously. Right. Um, so it was really heartbreaking when they found out that, like, oh, that was always the plan. Like, so you first get the heartbreak of, we're transferring Phil, and then it's the second, like, it was, like, a double whammy of, like, oh, yeah, that was always the plan. Like, and they felt like they didn't know. So that was super hard. Right. Um... And Phil ended up going to um like a couple who i would say are like a middle age like maybe like late thirties early forties couple mm-hmm. very 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 wealthy. With like no kids or anything, very um, quite
1: well to do. Yeah, Oops. so very at, she- at she. one point, at one point, <laughs> at one point, they just roll up in a limo and they're like, "We're taking Phil wine tasting today." Yeah, like they it's go like,
0: to a wine tasting in, in a, a limo. limo. <sighs> like, yeah. Sorry, guys, if you're listening <laughs> and
1: you regularly just r- randomly rent a limo, like, uh, just maybe. Maybe don't. Maybe stop that That was cool
0: in, like, the 90s, I think. Oh, limos? Hell yeah, dude. Yeah.
1: Remember the Hummer limos? Oh, my God.
0: Ugh. Gross. Obnoxious. Um, (laughs) Anyway, and also, I make sure to note that the dogs have a permanent record. Oh, yeah. Like, so, like, there are people who check in with the dogs and the families all the time, and they have to, like, pass certain, like... Tests, they have to pass certain just like you know, do you notice X? Do you notice Y? Like does he whine like, in the crate? Does he yeah. yeah, is he distracted? And um like pulling, some issues. pulling that, on the leash. Right. Yeah. Might get like red flagged. Um so I just thought it was just so like funny that like these dogs have a permanent record. Yeah, they're just little puppies. They're just little puppies. Um so they Oh, we also made it a point to go get Frisco cuz Frisco just like hangs out on the bed all day. Some days and so today was a bed day. And he <laughs> like Well, like he's a he's a really good napper. He's a great napper. Yeah. That's for sure. Um so he um we made it a point to go get him so that he would watch this movie with us. Um and then another transfer. Mm-hmm. Um Patriot yep. gets transferred again when he's 15 months old so we've kind of skipped a good chunk
1: yeah and they and they do skip around a little bit Mm -hmm. um, because the so this movie actually can't they can't make it 16 months long of a movie they can't no so they skip around a little bit but no in, in particular uh like with some of the stuff like the the transfer of that dog like they, i think they skip from like 12 months ish yeah right, to the 15
0: because yeah. i mean you can only really like watch them like be raised by these families like so much right you can't like you gotta get the highlights and then thing, keep going yeah, yeah um so yeah so that was really hard for adam to have patriot get transferred because and adam did like admit he's like you know i'm a Combat vet, uh, uh, he got a disability, or he had his, like, a combat-related disability. Yeah, I think
1: he called it a service-related disability. Yeah,
0: he did two tours in Iraq, um, and so that was really hard for him to, like, because Patriot obviously, like, became his best friend, and he he felt like he hadn't connected with any other dog as well as he connected with Patriot. So maybe, I mean, at the time, it was probably... Like, I knew it had to do with training, but it might have been a good thing just because, like, he obviously had a very strong attachment to the dog.
1: Right. And and I would imagine, at least, that they're not necessarily out here making decisions to, like, protect the puppy raisers or anything. But it really probably was a good thing for this guy yeah, to not give him too much time with that dog, mm-hmm. you know? You, you don't want to basically destroy someone by... Getting you know having them fall in love with this animal and then just take it away.
0: Yeah. Um. Um, And then they kind of skip. I think they come back at eighteen months. Right. To the facility or to the school or um, and so they do some testing. Yes. Ugh. I do not. I this part just made me so. But like I know like how dogs are made, so they take Poppet and Primrose. And, like, up until then, like, we had seen, like, Poppet and Primrose, like, with their families and stuff. Um, Well, I think Poppet was having some trouble, right?
1: No, neither of them really were. One of them was having some trouble early on, like, getting really distracted and pulling on the leash and stuff. Who's the first? Someone gets dismissed.
0: No. Really? The first one who gets dismissed was Potomac. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Potomac doesn't make it to this part. Right. Because he
1: he's just like pulling on his leash a lot yeah and like he
0: gets s- distracted by like every little scooping
1: thing. up like any like uh, piece of paper on the floor or whatever mm-hmm. yeah yeah so that was i guess that was quite a while ago yeah sorry i just didn't want to miss that we are now down to four, four. Yeah.
0: yes so then they do the lady exam for breeding and they like put them in this little like it's <laughs> a little like scanner what's the scanner for like your bones like the x-ray
1: one uh, I think it's called an x-ray machine. Sure.
0: They put them in like an x-ray thingy. Are you talking
1: about like a, a they MRI? They wanted to
0: see their hips.
1: So like an MRI or a CAT scan or an, a functional MRI? Something
0: or? that shows where their hips are. Right. That shows if they have gooder hips for birthing or not gooder hips for birthing. Right. Um, so they find that Primrose is actually really good. Uh, like she would be a really good breeder dog so she yeah um, I'd rather just say mama instead of breeder they say breeder a So yeah it's like I'm not here to to kink shame anyone or anything uh as long as when you refer to breeder you're talking about human beings who are consenting and over the age of 18 um got weird with it huh? but like so yeah they decided primrose would be a mama just don't yeah and the the family was thrilled Oh, yeah. Um, So, like, she's out of the running. And they have this, like, so I had a roster myself. So I would, like, cross off. Having, like, a list. Yeah. Yeah. The dog. And they had, like, an animated one, like, on the screen. So, like, initially there were, like, five little puppy faces with their names Mm -hmm. next to them. But as they got eliminated, they would, would, like, 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 disappear. Yeah. And so this one like they made sure to put breeder in parentheses and then she disappeared so she was oh. off the roster. So now we're down to 3. We're down to Phil, Poppet and Patriot. Yep. Um so yeah, they
1: And I just I want to state that I had my money on Phil from the start. <laughs> I had my money on soon Poppet as soon as I heard Phil's name. I was like, yeah, that, <laughs> that boy's got it.
0: Um so we uh, see their training at the school now. Mm-hmm. Um, they do like traffic training. They like they get like on the harness and are trained by Adam S- Silverman or Silver something. Mm-hmm. The narrator, or the AD person, kept like referring to him only by his last name. Yeah, um, maybe to just like distinguish him from the other, the other Adam. Adam. Yeah, yeah I, I think so. Um, My mic is
1: just Being a dick What are you doing
0: over there (sighs) Yeah Silverman
1: Um,
0: Adam Silverman Um, So they like walk with him They do a lot of like their their Training um, with him Um, And they have like this. You had one In your graduation video Like your little like treat pouch
1: Yeah and I still have it I actually I moved it from a box Today (laughs) Um, But so, I use my pockets now. <laughs> like when I'm out with Frisco, I just throw a couple, you know, mm-hmm. in a pocket. Because like it, I don't know, it it's really convenient, but also kind of weird looking when you're out in the world.
0: Yeah, a little bit. So, um, so yeah, they're doing a lot of training with him. Um, I did not like the traffic training. It made me very uncomfortable.
1: So I can explain this because I went through it. Um, so they, what Ashley's referring to is the traffic training of the dogs. Mm-hmm. So we, the handler, also go through a, a bit of the same traffic training. So uh, there is a simulated near, uh, near traffic strike, basically. So you go to cross the street. And there is a vehicle there that basically comes directly in front of you as you're about to cross the street. And these dogs are trained with something called intelligent disobedience. So if I say forward and Frisco looks and sees a car coming that is going to fucking hit me, uh, he's just not going to go. He's just not going to move. And in some cases, depending on how close the car is, he will just back up. Um, and so, for the training, I, uh, you know, started across the road, and a van came, and Frisco just didn't move, and then backed up, like, two steps. And it was really cool.
0: He provided a buffer for you.
1: Yeah, he left, he made sure to, like, leave space. Like, and I think, you know, obviously, like, in a real-world event, which I've had one real-world event with Frisco, Um. you know, you can't always leave as much space as you'd like right? But yeah, as long as they make it happen and you don't get hit by a car then great you've won right mm-hmm. like so
0: yeah I just I mean I it, it was so scary like watching them do the training oh and, like, yeah all over the car you know it says like traffic training you know guide dogs like that kind yeah. of stuff yeah. so like I know but still, it's oh, just, yeah. it's, it's so scary yeah. because it's so realistic.
1: Well, and it is like, you know, the, <laughs> when, you know, the first van experience I had was, you know, there, you, you hear a moving vehicle coming at you. Mm-hmm. Um, and as much as it's training, it's, you know, there's still a vehicle coming at you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but they, I think he's snoring.
0: I thought he was too. <laughs> uh,
1: but they're trained to keep you from getting hit and they do it. And the, uh, so the one real event that I had was in New York. Uh, I was walking down the street about to cross it and a, like, uh, what, the, what are they called? Like a
0: crosswalk. They're no, called crosswalk. Like a Jordan. panel,
1: like a panel van. Oh yeah. Uh, came, and I was walking with someone else, but they were well behind me, you know, mm-hmm, so like they didn't you know they couldn't have like dove, and you know that basically, if Frisco hadn't stopped me, I would have been struck by this vehicle mm-hmm, um, and that's what they're trained to do, you know, so yeah. but yeah, it's definitely super scary
0: Ugh. Um, yeah there's actually end. there's
1: another training they do coming up, and we can talk about that that's a little bit scary too,
0: um. But they end up. um, Oh, so I didn't like the traffic training. Um, There was some other testing that like Phil didn't pass initially. Like he didn't pass like obedience training initially and he didn't pass.
1: He was kind of a bad boy.
0: He was. He was kind of a bad boy. There was another training that he did not pass. Um, um i think like just like crossing the street and just like the general walking or around. was it
1: sidewalkless no so, that was
0: pop it later
1: on okay so there's something called sidewalkless which and i don't know if that's what we refer to it as or not i can't remember but it's basically when you're walking on a street that doesn't have a sidewalk like in rural areas or even just sometimes neighborhoods. outside of our house yeah like some neighborhoods <laughs> like ours where there's just not a sidewalk right so mm-hmm. you walk alongside the street and the dog's job is to keep you right on that edge right
0: it definitely like it made me appreciate like the time and effort that like got put into frisco oh yeah also like the like at any point in time he could have been a career changed pup
1: oh yeah for sure
0: and we we got him he's the best of the best he's the the pick of the litter
1: yes they actually say that at one point they do which you know everyone likes when they say the name of the movie in the movie, right?
0: <laughs> yes. All right. I saw it on the subtitles first, and so I grabbed You're your like, leg. Here it comes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So uh, Phil had to retest some things, but he ended up passing. Got so him. no problem. Uh, Patriot did have to career change. Bad boy. He did. But um he was too unpredictable i guess
1: a little wild boy
0: however they called adam back and they were like hey because they always call the families and say hey this is like what ends up happening they just update them on Mm -hmm. on
1: where things are going yeah
0: yeah so they said hey adam um he is a career change Mm -hmm. you can either have him back or uh, i think dogs for diabetes Mm -hmm. was interested in him too yep And they're like, we understand, this is a lot, we can give you time to think. And he's like, I thought about it for five seconds, I want him back. And that's very, like, me.
1: Yeah, (laughs) like, like, I love this dog, this is the best dog ever, of course, yeah. Yeah.
0: That's a very me response. I'm just like, I thought about it for five seconds, let's do it. Yeah, Especially if it has to do with, like, heart-wrenching
1: things. Especially if it has to do with dogs. Yeah. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. But, so, we are down to three dogs now?
0: Uh... Primrose well, Primrose is, Primrose is a mom. Yeah, yeah. so she's out of the running, technically. Uh, Patriot is now out of the running, so now we're down to
1: two. Pop it. And, and Phil. Phil. Mm-hmm. They're a good boy and a good girl. Yes, yes, um, they
0: are. Um, so uh, they had to do the sidewalk list, like Jordan had said, and they had to do the traffic tests, um, and this is where I picked up the term buffer <laughs> when mm-hmm. they were like, Oh no, Papa didn't provide enough of a buffer. Like she like went like toward the
1: car right up on it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so she had to retest for that and she had to retest for the sidewalk list. And Adam Silverman, the trainer was like, she has to retest like for the hardest things like on the same day. She has to retest for the one where you have to go towards the cars. Which is like the sidewalkless. Sidewalkless,
1: yeah, because you're walking where cars are street parked, right? Like, yes.
0: Yeah. And then she had to do the ones where you're supposed to go away from like the moving cars. Right. <laughs> so like it was really like that That was a, an unfortunate like combination basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but she knocked it out of the park when Killed she it. retested. Yeah. So we ended up having two.
1: Two winners.
0: Two winners. Um, and I did mention this at the beginning of the episode on purpose. You'll see it like if you watch the movie, you'll know from the very beginning. Um, but we also got introduced to two um, blind folks earlier on in the film. Um, Is it Ron? One of them? Ron, yeah. yes. He has been blind since he was 18 months old. Mm-hmm. And then we have Janet, who she was older, like she was in her like 50s. She had the same disease that our um who's the lady from the show? Uh
1: Murphy from the show in the dark.
0: Yes, thank you. My the, goodness. The disease is
1: retinitis <laughs> pigmentosa. Yes. Yeah. Uh pretty common and, uh, eye disease.
0: Uh Ron had a like a particular form is it with like an eye cancer mm-hmm. when he was yep. born? Yeah.
1: I think it's optic blastoma. I don't maybe? recall. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just uh cancer, eye cancer. So,
0: mm-hmm. uh, so they kind of gave us some, like, some background um, at the beginning of the film with them um, and just kind of like, you know, how they live their life. And um, so Ron, I don't believe had ever had a dog before. Yeah. And he wanted to be able to go like hiking and he very much felt like, you know, getting a dog was going to like open up the world for him. Mm-hmm. Um. And Janet had had nine a
1: handful, yeah, she yeah. yeah
0: for like as young as she still was, like having nine dogs seemed like a lot,
1: yeah, and maybe I don't she may have said that and not necessarily meant that all of them were guide dogs, I don't know, uh, but, yeah, oh yeah, um, that's
0: true because she said like her husband had passed away and they had had six dogs, so maybe she maybe meant like some not of them were nine yeah. guide dogs yeah. um. So, uh, and she is older and she had talked about how, like, she w- really wanted to be able to, like, see her grandchildren's faces and that was, like, very, like, heart-wrenching. Yeah, there's always that. Yeah. Um, I don't remember all the times that I cried. I definitely cried, like, so many times in this four. movie. That's four or five. Oh, the first time I cried was when they were, like, selecting the families mm-hmm. for, um for the guide dogs to like the razors yeah because like they were just so excited and so happy and it was puppies everywhere it was just like a very and, happy happy yeah, moment. it's so, like i was very overwhelmed um we did miss something though <laughs> did we
1: yeah uh at the very beginning of the movie there's this short montage of interviews with uh i believe all uh guide dogs for the blind students from the past mm-hmm. talking about how like oh and i took a step and my dog stopped and refused to move forward. Oh, yeah. Um, just like uh, stories of, of times where guide dogs stopped people from being hit by cars or help people. Uh, like in one case, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but the dog's name is Roselle. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a book that y'all should check out called Thunder Dog. Um, if you, maybe you can do a quick Google and find out uh, what the author's name is. But this guy had a dog from... God dogs for the blind and was in one of the world trade center towers on like the 78th floor on nine 11. It, you know, as you know, the story of nine 11, it got hit by a plane and everyone had to evacuate. And Roselle helped this guy. I think his name was Michael.
0: Yes. Michael Uh, Hinkson,
1: Michael Hinkson, uh, get out of the world trade center tower. Um, and the, the book is, it's a really good book. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, and it uh it's called Thunderdog. Uh check it out. But he there's a brief interview with him at the beginning of this movie as well mm-hmm. because his dog came from the same school.
0: Yeah. Um, that was another like I think like just tough part to watch. I mean, it's a good thing, but it's just it's tough. I think that you had somebody in your graduating class.
1: No, not in my graduating class, but somebody that that the their dog came from uh guiding eyes mm-hmm. they were in one of the world trade center towers as well so there were at least two guide dogs uh in the towers on, oh, okay, on 9/11. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. um but yeah uh it's wild uh that uh th- those dogs helped uh, their uh handlers get out of those buildings yeah it's pretty uh pretty wild so uh but that book is a really good read if you want to check it out um there are a handful of good guide dog books. I'll try to I'll try to get a better list together. Um, but that one is, is a pretty incredible read. Um but yeah, we forgot that at the beginning there.
0: So. Yes. Um
1: We are now Oh,
0: I totally forgot to say that like when Poppet was retesting because like I wanted her from the beginning just because her name was cool. Mm-hmm i like my heart was racing i was like oh my god i don't want her to career change
1: yeah i mean there there were so there were definitely moments in this i don't know if any of any of y'all listeners are <laughs> reality tv fans but there's definitely that like reality tv thing where you're like "Ooh, i hope the contestant that i like makes it mm-hmm. you know that that like vibe <laughs> uh and that, that was hitting hard on this but so so our two that make it to the very end are mm-hmm. phil and pop it, Mm-hmm. And we've already met Ron and what was the other Janet. Janet mm-hmm. are are their handlers. Yeah. So and
0: Ron gets Phil, and Janet gets Poppet. Poppet. Yeah. I cried during those introductions as well.
1: So, yeah, that is that is definitely like something I will never forget. So the first couple of days, uh, and I don't know that it's the exact same for guide dogs for the blind as it is for guiding eyes, uh, but the first couple of days that you're at guide dog school, you don't have a guide dog you're You're just
0: like anticipating it
1: Mm -hmm. yeah it's wildly anxiety inducing like excitement you know do you Um, ever
0: like did you ever stop and think for like the second like i know that you had had a dog previously mm -hmm. and you'd had cats so like you're used to taking care of animals but like frisco is with you 110 percent of the time like yeah. i mean unless like if we like pop out to a store or something and you don't like yeah, there use are definitely or anything. yeah there are definitely times but yeah. like did you ever think like there's 2 days separating me from like
1: <laughs> a lifelong partner yeah yeah and i mean that's where the the excitement comes in right is like this is this is turning a page to a completely new version of how i live my life right mm-hmm. um And I I go into that. So I spoke at my guide dog graduation. I showed you the video today. You had never seen it before. Mm -hmm. And uh, so uh, we can post a link to that for y'all. I I don't love it because it's not like the best speech I've ever given. He's not
0: obsessed with himself like he thinks he is.
1: Yeah. I mean... No, I mean I am, but I'm I'm obsessed <laughs> with like the best shiniest version of me, and I and I think I definitely could have made some improvements on that speech. You were very um, handsome. Oh yeah, I always yeah, that's no question there. <laughs> Stop um, it. But yeah, we'll so we'll share that with with everyone uh, on our social media and stuff. Um, and again, that was a few years ago, uh, 2018. But that moment when you meet your dog for the first time is just crazy um so the way they do it at guiding eyes is you go to a room uh it's like the main like lecture hall basically and everyone one by one you're told what your dog's name is first and you're told it is a boy lab or whatever you know um and then you're told its name and then everyone's dismissed and you go back to your bedroom so it's like a residential program So I stayed on site for three weeks. I think like three weeks in a day or three weeks in two days maybe. Um, So I have a bedroom on the training campus, right? And they say, wait, and we'll bring, you know, your dogs one by one. So you're sitting in your room and you hear, you know, some people walk by with a dog and you get excited. You're like, it's me, it's me. And it wasn't four Mm -hmm. or five times. You're just like waiting. And then you hear a knock at the door and in rushes this big, beautiful beast mm. and like in my case mm. i immediately just like crouched down and frisco like licked my face and like sniffed at me and circled around me and then they just say hang out for a bit and we'll be back to start some training here in a while mm. and frisco pretty much immediately just sat down next to me and laid his head on my leg like he always does <sighs> you know so it's like you he knew He's and it so baby. it actually turned out that i had met frisco the day before Mm -hmm. and i had done a walk with him uh as a training walk so what they do to make sure you're going to be matched with the right dog is you walk with a couple different dogs the day before i only walked with one dog that day and it was frisco
0: do they not tell you like the name
1: nope no because they don't want you to be like disappointed or have some like pre- conception of who you should be getting or what should be happening you know Mm -hmm. because these people have been doing this for decades you know they they know what the fuck they're doing right Mm -hmm. so um yeah you just walk with a couple dogs i again i only walked with one and it was it was this boy right here
0: this boy big
1: old boy um but yeah the the meeting the dog moment and and they portray it pretty well in the show is like or in the movie it it's It'll break you. So, and I think they did a good job of portraying that in the movie. Like, I think you you cried there, right? You said? Oh, my God.
0: I cried like a babe.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty... So, is there much more after that? Or, I mean, it kind of...
0: There's not too much more. They do give us an update on the other dogs. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, Oh, like the the end of the scorsese movie montage thing (laughs) yes
0: so patriot is adam's bff yep and Um, they
1: list or they say that he's like an unofficial ptsd dog yes yep which is good like as long as he maintains that unofficial status unless he gets him like officially certified somewhere that is a really great thing
0: and um, Primrose became a mom,
1: which I mean, you know, as far as as far as the the puppy raisers are concerned, like that's almost as good as her becoming a guide because oh, she's yeah. creating all these other oh, potential guides, right? They were like, very excited. the yeah. The raisers were very excited. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah, that's that's great. Yeah.
0: Um, and Potomac became a pet in Portland your yep. family.
1: A good little boy.
0: So they all like go really like good places or they become breeder
1: well like these mamas. dogs.
0: Do they like do the dads too? Like the yes. studs? Yep. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um I don't know so I would imagine that a dad can do a lot more dadding than moms can do momming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because their body doesn't go through <laughs> nearly as much. Yeah. Um, and I think it just happened to work out for this filming that they were looking for a mom at the time. But, uh, you know. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, they, they do the same with the the boys. They look for, like, the very best genetics and the best bones and muscles and, you know, teeth and whatever else they're, they're looking for. They, they look for the best of the best. And then they become... Dads, designated dog dads.
0: Designated dog dads.
1: So, but yeah, like these dogs are very sought after because they come from a really good, like, genetic line, right? Mm -hmm. So for the people that end up receiving these dogs as pets, uh, they're they're on a waiting list. Yeah. Like you can't just randomly get a dismissed guide dog, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. But... They're such good boys. They're really. I good really boys. like.
0: I I obviously enjoyed myself quite a lot watching this film, um, and cried uh, a lot. But I knew that I would. I just oh, become yeah. it's like, a movie <laughs> about dogs. Like, I just become more and more emotional uh, with my old age, so it's whatever. But yeah, I love dogs.
1: I obviously really enjoyed it. I've been yelling most of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it it's just such a. I mean, yeah. It's a really great, uh, great thing. I'm excited to get out with Frisco in the new neighborhood, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that'll be good once the weather is not so unpredictable. Mm, yeah. um, so I looked up the Thunderdog book. Mm-hmm. You can get it on the Kindle store for $1.99. Nice. Uh, you can get it on Apple Books for $15. Hairs. Mm-hmm. Um, Audible, uh, if you... Uh, Do the premium subscription thing it's zero dollars nice it's part of the it's
1: part of the audible plus thing probably yeah yeah um if you do it with the regular it's probably just one credit yeah yeah Mm -hmm. most books are just one credit or whatever so yeah but yeah definitely check it out um you can probably it feels a little weird but sign up for audible and you can use it get it as your free book they're not paying us but they're not no uh go <laughs> definitely go go check that book out it's really good um but it'll yet, make you cry if you're yeah. a crier like me Oof. you read it right uh, no
0: but i know that i would cry
1: Ooh, you should read it i'm
0: gonna cry
1: i know but it's really good
0: apparently march is like national like r- readers month or something like i need a month
1: <laughs> oof we were so busy last month neither of us really. did much reading at all
0: i know even like audiobooks and stuff like we really slowed down on yeah, it definitely. just because like we were communicating so much
1: yeah um well we both read eight books eight in january, books in january. Yeah. Yeah. and then i think i read one book in february yeah like, i
0: don't know that i read a single book in february <laughs> <laughs> like a, i started a ton we of were books just so busy
1: yeah um you got any other guide dog stuff
0: um i know that frisco is the best guy dog
1: he's definitely the best guy dog mm-hmm. hands down and he knows it too
0: mm-hmm. oh yeah absolutely um he's switched positions so he's not like he's like dead rolled, asleep rolled anymore. over now or yeah. he Come here. Yeah. buddy he's right under your hand but i don't know that he's interested <sighs> yeah <laughs> he doesn't get that bed to himself very often
1: yeah he's taking full advantage
0: yeah, so we bought this bed for him back when we lived in Indiana. This was his like bed away from home. Mm-hmm. Um, it was at my house, and the pugs like they have just taken it from They've day taken one. It over. Well, the this three of huge them huge
1: dog. Well, the three of them fit into the one.
0: All four of them could fit into this bed.
1: Oh yeah, but the three of them treat it like their their own. Oh yeah, the, like when the... Midna
0: gets into it, like no one else is allowed in. It. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's a it's the designated pug bed.
0: Yes. So he's but, definitely taking full advantage of the fact that he gets that bed, but he gets to sleep on the king size
1: bed he, like, all the time. All yeah. the time so. Um, but yeah, uh, all guide dogs are good boys and girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and all guide dog handlers are uh, also good boys and girls as far as I know. And they're very cute. Yeah. Especially if they look anything like me. <laughs> yeah. Um, Shout out to everyone that was in my, uh, guide dog, uh, class with me. Uh, I'm, I think at least one of them listened to the podcast. So if you are listening, uh, shoot us an email and tell me if, what your experience was like there.
0: Yeah, that'd be really great to get some feedback about little, like what your experience. Little insight, yeah. Um, and this is your first guide dog, Jordan. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep. And I, as far as I know, will likely end up getting another one when Frisco decides it's time to retire.
0: We so. don't talk about that in this house. We don't. No.
1: But eventually, he might decide that it's time to retire. So.
0: I don't know. The pugs might make him retire the earlier. Pugs, yeah,
1: seriously. <laughs> they wear this boy out. Oh, my goodness.
0: Yes. Um, yeah. So, as usual, please uh, contact us if you have any questions, concerns. Um, share us with somebody special.
1: Share us with a friend of yours that has a dog. Share this episode in particular and say, hey, you like dogs, right? And then send them this episode.
0: Mm-hmm. And tell them, hey, you have Netflix, right? I know, because I'm borrowing it. Yeah. <laughs> and then have them watch the movie. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's mostly like very lighthearted stuff. And it's, it was a lot of fun to learn. Like, oh,
1: yeah. There was stuff in there that even I didn't know. So. What the
0: process looks like. Um, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. You can give us an email.
1: We are not on Parlor.
0: We're Oh, God. Why would you say that? I haven't heard that word in like...
1: Over a month, uh, I read a big thread today about uh, basically how Russia had a major influence on the uh, insurrection. So I'm so surprised. Um, <laughs> you can
0: shoot us an email, uh, site attendant at gmail.com. Our handle is at site attendant uh, in all places. You can go to our website, site attendant um, to listen to our episodes and you can also go find us on Apple Podcasts. If you can leave us a review, that's always extremely helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find us on Google Podcasts, um iHeartRadio, Spotify, P- Stitcher Amazon Podcast Pandora uh, everywhere.
1: HBO Max.
0: No, we're not talking about HBO.
1: We are going to talk about HBO. I would imagine in the uh, next week's episode or the following week, we are going to talk about the buildup to HBO having audio description. <laughs> do you They're, have a
0: timer going? Do you have like a, I a countdown? Do,
1: I do. I do. Is and, it
0: an internal countdown or do you have it somewhere?
1: No, I should set one on my, <laughs> uh, <laughs> my phone homepage. <laughs> I will say they did make a pretty weird statement on Twitter yesterday. So keep an eye out for a rage podcast from me. Uh, they went through a lawsuit and they are, have a legal obligation for 1,500 hours of audio described content. By the end of this current month, we are in March of the year of our Lord, 2021. So this is a fair warning to any and all listeners that there might be a, a an angry episode soon. Um, got any other announcements before we take off?
0: Is that how you want to end the podcast on an angry <laughs> note? No. Really? Um, but no, really. I
1: I am excited because like there's there's a ton of HBO stuff that I really want to experience. Right? Like Game of Thrones we've talked about oh, before. Yeah. Or, uh, I True Detective
0: want you to be able to watch Lovecraft Country. For real, Lovecraft I want Country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Selfishly, I want you to finish watching yeah, Lovecraft like, Country. There's
1: a ton of cool stuff on HBO. Like I want to be able to just sit down and watch without having to go through some weird like back channel, get the audio description from some maybe legal, maybe not legal third party, whatever. Like I just want to be able to sit down, click play and go, you know? Yeah. So I'm, I'm very excited for, uh, for them to get all that stuff up.
0: Me too.
1: But you got anything else for the kids? I don't. Uh, we'll tell you every time, as many times as we want to, uh, Share us with a friend. You want to hit him?
0: Oh, I get to do it again? Yeah, two weeks in a row, dog. Dang. All right, well, Jordan, do you have anything for the rest of the folks? Mm, No, I don't. Love you, bye.